factors including ongoing inflation, high interest rates and diminishing excess savings are pressurising consumer confidence this holiday shopping season. Against this uncertain macro backdrop, are consumers still willing and able to spend this year? The biggest headline for holiday this year is going to be consumer spending having returned to pre-pandemic trends. As you look at both shopping trends and overall demand, we're forecasting a low single-digit growth forecast for apparel and footwear that's actually consistent with the five years prior to the pandemic. Inflationary pressures remain, but they're incrementally less. Welcome to Research Recap on JP Morgan's Making Sense podcast channel. I'm Georgina Johanan, Head of European General Retail here at JP Morgan. Today, I'm joined by my US colleague, Matt Boss, Head of Department Stores, Speciality Soft Lines and Leisure. And we're here to discuss the outlook for holiday shopping. Thanks for being here today, Matt. And I've actually just learned that you've been inducted into the Hall of Fame for Institutional Investor. Congratulations and welcome. Thanks for having me, Georgina. Can you start us off by giving us a quick overview of the consumer spending landscape in the US, please? So to your question on consumer spending in the US, our Chase credit card data actually shows sequential improvement in total consumer spending over the last three months, and particularly in November on a four-year CAGR basis relative to pre-pandemic or 2019, you have growth of 8 to 9% year-over-year in November. That actually represents the highest spending growth CAGR that we've seen in the past six months. I think similarly, as I look at travel and leisure, you've also seen sequential improvement or trends holding above the historical trend line. So I think what you're seeing is the consumer is willing to spend when there is a catalyst, both across goods as well as travel and leisure and experience. If I look at the fourth quarter, I think one of the key takeaways that we're seeing is that inflation is coming down sequentially. So JP Morgan economists are forecasting inflation this quarter at only 3 to 4%. That's down 50% from 7 to 8% a year ago. And on the consumer, it's the food inflation of roughly only 3%. That's below the double-digit increase that the consumer faced a year ago at this time. So the incremental pressure on the consumer, in my opinion, is less. In addition, you have lower fuel prices, 15% reduction since midsummer, which is also providing an additional lift to purchasing power this holiday. Lastly, I'd say just on the consumer spending landscape in the U.S., As you look to next year, our economists are forecasting moderating wage growth, lower personal savings, as well as interest rates to potentially remain elevated for longer, which to us spells out a selective consumer, which we do think is focused on value, convenience, and experience. Thank you. And how do you think all of that translates for holiday shopping? Do you think American consumers are prioritizing value this festive season? It's a great question. I think the biggest headline for holiday this year is going to be consumer spending having returned to pre-pandemic trends. Meaning, as you look at both shopping trends and overall demand, uh, we're forecasting a low single-digit growth forecast for apparel and footwear that's actually consistent with the five years prior to the pandemic. 
that said, I think there are a number of upside opportunities this holiday that we've been publishing on. In fact, I think there's a potential trifecta this year where you had the break of more seasonal weather in November to kick off the holiday season. That's a benefit for foot traffic. And secondly, you're lapping the winter storm Elliot a year ago right into Christmas and the holidays, which really crippled a good portion of the US. As I said before, inflationary pressures remain, but they're incrementally less. Gas prices are down 15% since September alone, and you have a favorable calendar to close out holiday this year. If I take this a step further, I think what really is happening is there's a few catalysts that I think are really bucking the inflation impact this year. The consumer, by our checks and our recent work, really focus on gifting, experience, and at the same time, they are provided the opportunity for value. Across categories, what we're seeing is strength so far this holiday in beauty, as well as branded apparel and footwear. The consumer's focused on quality, and they actually will trade up to purchase key national brands particularly if they see any type of value, which is really what I think we saw over the Black Friday weekend, Cyber Monday, and continuing through this holiday season, where key brands such as Ralph Lauren, Birkenstock, Nike, Lululemon, you're really seeing the consumer aspire to buy and come out and find the dollars to do it. On behavior, there's no question that value continues to remain paramount. Again, what we've seen is really accelerating traffic trends over the past year at some of the value destinations. So I would say off-price retailers such as TJ Maxx, Ross Stores in the value segment, also at the discounters. And lastly, I would say, as you look across the space, it's that consumer self-purchasing where they're looking for gifts, but they want to buy brands. And I would say kind of crossing over to our other leisure sector, what you're seeing there is experiential. But at the same time, the value spread is really the cruise lines, where value today relative to land-based alternatives is 30 to 40% cheaper. So I think even across the leisure space, you're seeing this value component that really is top of mind. Thanks, Matt. Really clear and really interesting. I guess just to follow on from that, what do you think in terms of channel mix? How do you think e-commerce is going to be faring versus bricks and mortar into peak? Yeah, I'm glad you asked it, Georgina. Because as I was saying before, in terms of the normalization in trends, and I'll go back to the theme that we really were seeing pre-2019 or before the pandemic, What you're seeing this holiday season, and really I think you started to see it this fall, is the return to channel mix exposure similar to 2019 and before where e-commerce and digital sales are once again outperforming brick and mortar. Now, what I would say is the difference, I do think that brick and mortar, given the consolidation of a number of underperforming doors over the past five years, and the investments that have been made in experience, you're seeing brick and mortar hold, but you're seeing expansion of digital sales. If we leverage our top internet team here, they're pointing to e-commerce growth up 8 to 9% this year for the holiday season. And our work, again, points to stores remaining stable in the low single digits, 
that store work would be commensurate with trends that you were seeing in 2019 really into the pandemic. Similarly, I would say if you look at some of the early holiday anecdotes and some of our field work, you're hearing of consumers shopping smart this year. They're taking advantage of holiday promotions, but they're searching across channels. Again, going back to what we spoke about before, they're looking to maximize value. So they will search and they will do the pre-work online, but many times they will buy in the store. And on that brick and mortar side, what we're really seeing is mall traffic outpacing off-mall this holiday season. So the consumer is looking for destination and key brands, but at the same time, still focused on value. And maybe with that, I'll turn it over to you, Georgina. You know, as we look at the picture in Europe, what are you seeing from the overall picture and what's the outlook for holiday shopping there? Thanks, Matt. Yeah, I think the picture in Europe is actually a little mixed at the moment. So here in the UK, we've actually seen a real resilience in consumer spending on key categories such as clothing through the whole of 2023 so far. I think this has been supported by low unemployment, but also still some pent-up demand coming through following the pandemic. And you can really see this in the types of categories that people are buying. So formal wear outperforming, event wear outperforming, and actually men's wear outperforming women's wear quite markedly recently. But I think what we've also seen is where price increases have come through from the clothing retailers, the reaction in terms of volumes has been less than many people have expected, partly as a result of those factors that I've already mentioned. So to put some numbers around it, if we look at the retailers within our research coverage, clothing sales are up around 7% year on year in the UK and actually 15% higher than pre-pandemic levels. And there really aren't any signs of why we shouldn't expect this to continue into the peak season. Um, elsewhere in Europe, Spain has also been a really strong market, up double digit year on year. But elsewhere, performance has been more lackluster. So in Germany, for example, sales are only actually roughly back where they were before the pandemic. And in France, we've seen somewhat of a consumer slowdown more recently. It's worth mentioning as well that the holiday season here has had a very slow start. We had some really unhelpful weather in September. It was seasonably warm and that meant that clothing sales did get off to a slow start. And we think this has meant that there have been some retailers who will be suffering from excess inventories and therefore excess discounting this quarter. So retailers such as H&M perhaps and Zalando might be good examples of this that we've called out in our research. And particularly given their exposure to Germany, which, as I mentioned, has been somewhat of a more lackluster market. Instead, we think the UK players will have been quite solid in maintaining their full price strategies. So we'd expect to see less gross margin pressure for the retailers based in the UK. So overall, a somewhat mixed picture. Thanks, Georgina. So are there any key retail trends that you'll be keeping an eye on this holiday shopping season? I think there'll probably be around three key longer term trends that we'll be looking out for. So first of all, new competition and how that performs over peak. We've seen some very strong growth in some of the international online pure play retailers recently. And peak trading can often be a time when marketing and promotional pressure is ramped up from new competitors. So it will be interesting to see how they behave over peak. Second, for those retailers who are really trying to turn around their brands, so in Europe, H&M, Marks & Spencers, in UK, within my coverage, 
it's going to be interesting to see how the products that they're offering this peak season resonate with the consumer. Do consumers like the changes that they're making to their product and so on? As this could really be a good lead indication of how these brands are going to perform next year. Finally, we're going to be looking at how online performs versus stores in Europe as well. Again, to inform our view of whether that historic structural tailwind that we saw in online growth in clothing can come back. Because at the moment, it's something that in Europe, we're actually pretty skeptical on. Great. Thanks for that. Georgina, you've really given us some great points to focus on this holiday season. Thanks, Matt. It's been great talking to you. And thanks for all of your insights. It sounds like we could be actually due for quite a strong peak holiday season in both markets and look forward to discussing this more in the new year. Thanks for listening to Research Recap. If you've enjoyed this conversation, we hope you'll review, rate, and subscribe to J.P. Morgan's Making Sense to stay on top of the latest industry news and trends. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. This communication is provided for information purposes only. Please read J.P. Morgan Research Reports related to its contents for more information, including important disclosures. Copyright 2023, J.P. Morgan Chase & Co., all rights reserved.